Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Pittsburgh Pirates Rant Podcast. I did not get to record over the weekend. Eh, I worked both nights over the weekend, and yesterday I was pretty tired. Plus, you know how I am, like when the wife is home, I don't like to record the podcast because even though you guys listen to the podcast, I don't like anybody being there while I do it, you know, I kind of like feel weird about that and I can't just like ramble on and let myself go. I feel like um, dumb, you know, (laughs) I guess that's the best way to put it, but a pretty good weekend. Um, The weather was nice. I know that my son spent a lot of time outdoors at Indiana University of Pennsylvania. Um, It went up to almost 80 degrees there in early November, which is unusual. So, um, and he went out to the park and he, he enjoyed himself. Um, his mental health has been really good lately. So hopefully that continues through the winter. Um, but I think it will because he has a good group of friends, you know, and as long as he stays on the medication, um, that he's, um, prescribed and keeps going to the doctor, I think he'll do well for quite a while, you know? Um, and that, you know, I'm happy about that. And then Audrey, my daughter broke up with her boyfriend. She was pretty sad. You know, I said all the wrong things <laughs> when she came over to try to um, uh, try to cheer her up. But I think dads suck at that sort of thing, you know. I mean, I've been through breakups myself that have sucked. But um, I- I'm not going to begin to imagine, like, what it's like for a girl because... They're really into relationships and they know everything about relationships anyway. And they watch movies and shows about relationships. They watch TikToks about relationships. They talk about relationships. Their whole life is relationships. So, I mean, for me to try to enter any sort of wisdom is really just probably annoying to her, (laughs) you know? So I probably should have just listened and, and said, yeah, that sucks, you know? But I don't know, man. I gave some dumb advice probably. Um, but that happened. I'll probably swing by and see how she's doing after school. Um, it's still nice, the weather. It's been like, it's got to be at least seven days of warm weather. And I know that it's going to cool down a little bit here for a couple days, but then there's going to be a couple more Indian summer days before finally settling into um, where the highs are in the 40s here in the mountains, which is what it normally is like this time of year. But I am saving a lot of money on heating oil. Um, which has become really expensive over the last year. And it looks like it's going to keep getting expensive or it's going to stay that way. And that's why I think the Republicans are going to win all of these close races. Um, Unfortunately, my God, um, hopefully Herschel Walker doesn't become president. You know, I mean, what would you get if you really had a crazy guy president? I mean, we had some of that with um, Trump and even even the guy's that listen to the podcast that like Trump. I mean, you got to admit that he was kind of crazy sometimes, you know, where people had to like calm him down or just like try to talk sense into him. Like when he was trying to overturn the election, let's put it that way. But, you know, if you were a Trump voter and you like Trump, you know, he, I'm sure he did a lot of good things. You know, I'm sure you were happy with a lot of the things that he did, but I'm just saying that if you had a guy that was sort of completely out of his mind, like Herschel Walker, you know, he's just sort of like He lives in a different reality, you know, and he he always has been like that. But I would expect him to win elections in Georgia because he was a hero in Georgia as a running back. Um, The numbers he put up, and I imagine it was at the University of Georgia, but 
Um, from what I'm told, he was the best running back in college of all time. I don't know if he put up the, the best numbers of all time, but people that saw him back then say that he was the best, you know, that he would just hit a hole or break tackles or whatnot, and he, just, he was just really good, you know. And he was still good sometimes on the Philadelphia Eagles, you know, when they picked him up after the USFL or whatnot. But um, he couldn't really hit a hole. He was only good if he got out into space and, you know, he could outrun some of the defensive backs. So I imagine that's sort of how Najee is now, you know. I want to say that um, there was a team that picked up a running back. It might have been the New England Patriots in the second round this year who's doing really well, you know, who's doing a lot better than Najee. And he probably just got bad luck with that guy, you know. I mean, he took a shot. The guy was really good in college. But some running backs are just better in the NFL. But the bottom line about running backs is they're typically only good for several years, you know, and then they fall off really quick, you know. I don't think that um, the guy on Dallas, you know, I don't think he's very good anymore running back-wise, you know. I mean, they'll still get you a touchdown if you're at the one-yard line. But it's not he's not worth the money you're paying him, you know. I mean, a guy that I remember being my age, and probably a lot of you listeners out there remember, um, when Denver won their Super Bowls against Green Bay, um, they had that running back who was just unstoppable for a few years. And it wasn't even Elway that won those Super Bowls. It was the running back, you know. So you'll have a guy that'll be dominant for a couple years. Hell, even the um, Philadelphia Eagles running back, who was a backup at Penn State, and they got him in the third round, he's doing pretty good, you know. Um, There was a couple guys that did good yesterday. I mean, Henry continues to sort of like defy the miles on his legs thing because he had a good game yesterday, and um, they almost ended up pulling an upset, you know. Um, so even though they dumped A.J. Brown, um, with Henry back there, um, and a rookie quarterback who they didn't even let throw, um, they almost won that game yesterday, the Tennessee Titans. So that was interesting, you know. I mean, I guess I'm talking about the impact of running backs or the impact of anybody in, um, sports. But the one thing that that was coming to mind that I was thinking about was, um, Guys that don't start out great, but end up, you know, becoming great players, you know, because that's what a lot of people get on me at Twitter about, like giving up on people too late, not giving them time to develop, you know. And yeah, I mean, I guess there's some truth to that because I was watching the Jets game yesterday and the Jets and the Giants are similar in that their quarterbacks still aren't very good. You know, they'll make some plays, you know, they'll make the throws that they're supposed to 80% of the time, but they're not like quarterbacks that are going to win you a game, you know? Um, The Jets have that really young kid, and the Giants have that guy who's been in the league, gosh, like four years now. Um, But And people think that those quarterbacks have taken a step forward, but if they did, it's a pretty small step, you know? So, no, I mean... Those guys don't look like, they looked bad their first couple years, and their first year, really, for the Jets, dude. 
And it doesn't look like they're becoming superstars, you know. They might become a good enough quarterback to make the playoffs if you have a dominant defense. Like the Giants are becoming a dominant defense and the Jets are becoming a dominant defense. A defense that forces turnovers, you know what I mean? Um, Because they've just drafted some good players, man. Particularly the Jets. If you remember back to last um, draft, people were thinking, hey, maybe the Jets are going to be good. And those draft picks are panning out, man. Those guys are not just really great athletes, but they're players with a lot of confidence, you know. And you would almost think that Henry Davis is that kind of player, as cocky as he came in to um, Pirates camp, you know, being 1-1. And really as cocky as he continues to be, you know, like trying to speak for the league about who should get whose autograph and you know, rules in baseball. And he, he's, he wants to be outspoken already. And maybe he'll become Jose Bautista, you know, the guy for the um, Pirates who they had. And they did play him full time for a few years, but he really didn't do well with the Pirates. And then when he went to Toronto, he hit 54 home runs one year. He hit 47 home runs in a different year. He hit 40 home runs in a different year. And this was after PEDS testing, you know. Now, power can develop in baseball. And that's why I think Henry Davis could be one of those guys that becomes a power hitting first baseman, you know. That's my hope for him is that power can develop in baseball. But I am disappointed with the hitting, you know. I'm really disappointed with um, with Nick Gonzalez, you know, and I don't think he's going to turn it around, you know. I don't think he's going to become Chase Utley. I think that he ch- is trying too hard to hit home runs instead of just becoming a 300 hitter. And now that they outlawed the shift, he could be a pretty good hitter, you know, maybe like a 300 hitter in the major leagues if he just kept his short swing that they drafted him for, you know? And, you know, if he kept that short swing, you wouldn't strike out as much, you know? It's just like we you stop trying to hit home runs, you're not a home run hitter. You know, if you, if you walk into a home run, fine, you know? And maybe that's the problem with um, Key Brian Hayes as well. I don't know, you know? It doesn't look like... Now, he's still got a couple more years, and I was a big Key Brian Hayes fan. But it doesn't look like he's going to become a 300 hitter in the major leagues. But he's really only had two full seasons, you know. I tend to lean more towards Key Brian Hayes doing it than um, Nick Gonzalez doing it. Um, I'm not sure why, you know, because they both have good, nice short swings. Um, I just think, well, Key Brian Hayes is such an, such a gifted athlete, you know. And it's possible that the Pirates may have overreached in the first round in drafting Nick Gonzalez. But I guess we'll find out, you know. Ben Charrington likes to draft shortish middle infielders, you know. So we'll see what happens, you know. Um, so, I mean, those guys, you know, you can develop power. I think sometimes the hitting gets better, you know. For some reason, I really feel like um, if the Pirates don't protect Kevin Newman and he goes to a good team, that he might end up being a really good role player, you know. 
he might stick around as long as um, um, that other guy that's still on the White Sox that used to be on the Pirates, you know? Um, the Jay Hay kid, that's what I was thinking of. But I don't think the Pirates are going to spend the $3.5 million to tender him, you know? Or, you know, he goes to arbitration. First you tender him and then he goes to arbitration, you know, because you can't come to a deal. We'll have to see if that happens. You know, I kind of get the feeling that they're going to non-tender him um, because they really like to be careful about their, um, you know, their uh, payroll. And they really haven't tendered anybody in the past unless you're a starting pitcher, you know. I mean, there's no doubt that they're going to tender um, their starting pitchers, you know, Brubaker, Keller, guys like that. Um, although they didn't tender um, the guy that went to the Colorado Rockies last year and did pretty well, you know. Now, I know he fell off at the end of the season, but um, it's weird that they didn't tender him because he was a starting pitcher who was pretty healthy, right? And they really could have used the innings because they burned out all their starting pitchers. You know, towards the end of the year, they were really scraping for starting pitching as well as relief pitching. The pitching really went downhill at the end of the year because they had used guys too much. And, you know, some guys were wearing out. Some guys got hurt. And, of course, they traded Quintana. So you have that, too. But um, if the discussion is on can guys get better, you know, during their um, playing career, I think that they can, you know. Um, But usually... If you're going to be a major leaguer, it's so it happens to so few people, right? So you have you might have 500 prospects in the minor leagues, and you know a fair amount of them were high draft picks. We'll put it this way: you get you get 40 picks in the first round and the comp and the comp round. So you get 100 picks every year that are top, mm, you know, two three rounds. So over five years, you got like 500 guys that were top draft picks. Now, how many of those guys pan out to actually become regular, everyday major league players? It's definitely less than 50. You know, I think 50 would be 10%, right? Um, It's probably somewhere along the lines of maybe 27 players out of 500 pan out to be everyday major league players. And the reason I say that is because think about how many players have stuck around in the major leagues for a long time, you know? I mean, the Phillies don't have anybody that has really just come up as a high draft pick and become a major league player on their starting roster, you know? The Houston Astros have a couple, obviously, um, but some of their guys were international players. So you got to throw those guys into the mix too, you know? You got thousands of international players and only maybe 11 of those guys are going to make it to be everyday major league players, you know? And the reason I say that, I was saying, is because veterans stick around a long time. So if you have these veterans uh, that have been around eight, nine years, you know? Think about, like, the Cardinals' third baseman. He's still pretty young, you know, Nolan Arenado. He's going to play for five more years. I mean, there's guys like that, you know, that other teams keep. Just because the Pittsburgh Pirates don't keep anybody past their first few years, and frankly, neither do the Marlins, probably. Um, And there's a handful of low-payroll teams that don't, you know. 
most teams do keep their guys as long as they can. You know, they might have the same third baseman for eight years in a row. And that kind of stability can really help your team, you know. They might have the same shortstop for seven, eight years in a row. And that kind of stability can really help your team. And the Pirates used to have that kind of stability, you know, recently. You know, even with guys like Andrew McCutcheon and the Pittsburgh kid, Neil Walker. You know, they had guys that were playing the same positions for, you know, seven, eight years, you know. They would sign them to extensions, you know. Maybe even Marte Party was around for a long time. You know, I don't know if it was that many years, but they did sign him to an extension, as you know. But yeah, that can really help your team if you have some stability. And once the Pirates trade Brian Reynolds, and it might not be this year, but once the Pirates trade Brian Reynolds, um, they're not going to have much stability in any of these positions, you know? You're going to have key Brian Hayes at third base, and that's it. Um, They could have had that catcher that they traded to Miami. Obviously, that was a mistake, you know? But they dumped his salary, you know, and none of the guys that they traded him for have panned out or look like they're going to pan out, except maybe a relief pitcher in double A. There's a lot of guys they could have kept that they didn't, you know, like Adam Frazier had a down year this year, but he would have been a nice guy to just teach the rest of the team how to play, you know, and they could have stuck him in the outfield, but they didn't want to pay him. You know, he's gone. They didn't get anything for him either, you know? So you know what I'm saying, you know? The Pirates really don't keep guys for that long anyway. So even if guys come around, you know, three, four years in, like Kevin Newman, the Pirates aren't likely to keep them, you know? And that's what has happened for the longest time, you know? Going back to guys like Jose Bautista, you know? Or Xavier Nady, or you could name... A ton of pitchers. What, seven or eight pitchers that were in the um, the playoffs this year were Pittsburgh Pirates at one point, but they didn't feel like extending them or paying them. So it takes years for some guys to get better, you know. Maybe the Jets quarterback will stick. Maybe he won't. I'm leaning towards won't. Um, you know, maybe the Steelers quarterback will stick or maybe he won't. And although I'm leaning towards won't, I don't think he has looked terrible so far, you know. It's just that very few quarterbacks make it, you know. They're like baseball prospects. Uh, And I made that comparison a lot this year because there's such a small percentage of them that actually makes it, you know. Is the Jaguars quarterback doing better this year? Yeah, maybe he's doing a little bit better, but he's still not good, you know. He's still not like a guy that's going to win you games. Um, he was supposed to be, you know, this great prospect. And a lot, so many people buy into that, you know. Like a lot of people buy into Termar Johnson because, you know, somebody said he was the best hitting prospect in years. You know how often they say that about guys? It's every single year, every single guy. You can find someone who says that, you know. And most of those guys don't pan out. So, I mean, some of them do, like Bryce Harper, you know. But most of them don't become Bryce Harper. You know, they just, maybe they'll become a role player. Maybe they just won't pan out at all, you know. Maybe they'll become like Ben Gamble, you know, a nice role player. But I don't think the Pirates are going to pay for him either. I think someone else is going to end up signing him. He'll either go back to the Brewers, who could use the hitting, 
Or, you know, maybe he'll join a team like the Phillies, you know, somebody who just needs that extra player. Um, Because the Phillies traded for Marsh, Brandon Marsh. He was just an extra outfielder. And he did some good stuff in the playoffs, you know, in getting them to the World Series. So, yeah, I mean, I do think some players get better in the professional level. And I think that it's mostly it's mostly power hitters whose power develops. And that could potentially happen with Henry Davis. But let me remind you, he is 23 years old. And he's coming off an awful year in double-A. And he didn't do much to impress in the Arizona Fall League either, you know. He batted like maybe 220 in double-A and 260 in the Arizona Fall League, you know. Now... That might be acceptable in the major leagues, but that doesn't translate, as we know, into the major leagues. I mean, you have guys like Cal Mitchell, who hits 330 in AAA, and he can't even hit 230 in the major leagues, you know? Bly Madris hit 300 in AAA, but for most of the year, he hit 150 for the Pittsburgh Pirates before they waived him. We know that um, averages don't translate you know like if you you could very well be a 300 hitter in the minor leagues and a 200 hitter in the major leagues and frankly it's not that far off you know and you might hit a little better without the shift but you know what I'm saying um he needs to improve a lot you know you have a guy like Andy Rodriguez who in double a is hitting um well, actually, he didn't do it all year in double-A, but he did do well in double-A and triple-A. But his all-year stats were really good, you know? You hope that Andy Rodriguez is going to pan out. But you would like to see him get another full year in the minors just to make sure, you know? Because you look at what happened to Nick Gonzalez, you know, who struggled a lot. His he, Andy Rodriguez should get a full year in double-A. I don't think he will. And the fans want him up here now, you know? But a, te- a good team like the Cardinals, they would take their time with someone like that. At least make improve it for a period of time in the minor leagues this season. And, hey, that's the one good thing with um, managing service time. <laughs> they probably will keep him down there until at least June and July. And he should be, you know. Just because you're anxious to see the guy doesn't mean it's in his best interest to come back up here. But yeah, I mean, if Henry Davis starts putting up Andy Rodriguez numbers, then we'll talk, you know. But for now, he's been disappointing, you know. For now, a lot of these guys have been disappointing. The one guy that I think has the best chance to turn it around is Paguero as a designated hitter because his defense is awful. Um, So we're just going to have to wait and see what happens. But that's what I was thinking about this morning, you know. That's the beginning of the week podcast. A little bit of football, a little bit of baseball, sports in general. Pirates in general, the kids, the dogs are barking, so I better go. Peace out.